welcome everyone to Mindful Manifest Radio Show. This is Ariana Rollins, founder of SchoolofSelfRevolution.com. A little bit about why School of Self Revolution exists. We have been trained to trust everything outside of ourselves, thinking it knows best for us. It knows what's right for us. We're trained to listen and comply with authority figures. Starting when we were children, we listened to our parents. We had to for survival. Then we went to school and listened to teachers. We had to get good grades and on and on. Are you seeing the trend? Now, there's nothing wrong with listening to all of this counsel. If it is aligned with your truth and your higher wisdom, your true self, because you're gifted with a reasoning mind and intuition, and it's there to help you connect with your higher wisdom, your true self, to create a life you desire. Well, with all that good counsel from the outside of us, by the time we're in our mid-twenties, we've often lost sight of what it is we wanted and what we came here to experience. And we might be living someone else's dreams. And, you know, when the conscious mind, which is the observer and taking in all this wonderful experience with the senses, when our conscious mind gets convinced it has no control, you can't change anything anyway, it kind of gives up. And then it relies more and more on other people to guide it. And it surrenders its right to choose. It doesn't have to be like that anymore. So these radio shows are all about putting yourself in the supreme authority putting you in place of what's right for you now my desire is to awaken and empower you to this fact and to be able to do something about it now we're while we're waiting for others to join us if you'd like to get a pencil pen and paper there is an interactive part of the show that you might want to participate in and if you're driving please don't do that you can do it later in the replay so these weekly, well, they're by twice a month now, radio shows, they're giving you strategies on how to get the message that your life's communicating. Because everything, there are signs everywhere to help us progress further on the path of our unconscious life plan and achieving our objectives and having the most harmony and fulfillment in our relationships. It's a matter of translating the messages and really harnessing the power of those, like this beautiful wave, and flowing with that wave. In we're, if we're in a position of forcing and pushing and pressuring and frustration, I tell you, we're not riding the wave. We're not on top of it. It's likely we're getting pummeled by the ocean waves all around us. So today's show is on harnessing the power of what you were born to do. Get on that surfboard. Get on the top of that wave. And we're going to be covering four topics. Number one, set yourself up for what you really want. Two, coming in contact with your higher wisdom. Three, getting in touch with your unconscious life plan. And four, we're going to talk about the job of your conscious mind and really the only job. So let's begin with set yourself up for what you really want. Well, if you've ever achieved something that you thought was important to you, and if you ever had this thought, wow, I thought that was what I wanted, but a lot of us have. Remember that sinking feeling of getting what you thought you wanted and having a so what feeling in the pit of your stomach? It's not a nice feeling. 
Well, in this show, we're going to talk about how you can avoid that by setting yourself up first to really know what you want and then consciously on purpose manifest it. So what makes your heart leap with joy? It's important to know that because without knowing what is that fulfills us at a deep level? We could be trying this and trying that. And most of us have, what, 70, 80 years of life on the planet. And you really can't try a lot. Maybe if we had 1,500 years, we could do a lot more, you know, trial and error and experimenting. So how do we ensure that what we get is what we want? Well, by uncovering your own personal unconscious life plan. And simply defining that is it's a path through life that's associated with you being true to yourself, to your true self, the part of you that transcends your mind, your body, your imagination, your emotions. It's not dragging you around. There's a clarity of purpose and focus. Now, some people refer to the term true self as the essence of them. Others may say it's the source of my integrity, and even other people could say it's their higher self, their higher wisdom. Whatever you call it, it's about you ensuring that you order your life to play out for your true self's highest good. So there's a powerful partnership between your unconscious mind and your conscious mind. Shakespeare has said, you know, the phrase, to thine own self be true. Now, it really doesn't make any difference what you call that part. It could be higher self, true self, but it does make a difference whether you pay attention to it. Now, how would you know you're connected with this higher wisdom, true self? Simple. When you're experiencing enthusiasm, joy, fulfillment, for no reason, you're aligned with your true self and your unconscious life plan. It's a nice sort of self-fulfilling prophecy. Now, paying attention to your true self and that higher wisdom is not automatic because it's not going to intrude. It's not going to force you. It's got that wisdom for you if you ask, but you have to ask. Now, you may have had the experience of a, a quiet voice in the middle of the night when you're contemplating not being true to yourself. Many people have, especially those people who are go along to get along. They've been trained to pursue everything that everyone else wants them to do and not follow that little voice inside. Now, for those of you who've already worked with School of Self-Revolution and you have identified a true, fulfilling, 10-level, desirable experience, you have likely already been in touch with your true self. Now, when you're directly in contact with that higher part and you're checking with it to determine whether your objective and your targets aligned with your unconscious life plan, it's real easy to follow it. And it's really easy to achieve objectives when you are getting that counsel. Fascinating, isn't it? We're trained to think that we can set an objective just using our conscious mind. Now, there's nothing wrong with that. But if you don't have the power assistance of this powerful wave of unconscious illumination and energy, it's not likely you're going to be successful at it. Or if you are, it's not going to be fulfilling. 
So aligning your conscious mind with your unconscious power to do and power to accomplish, well then, life unfolds peacefully, joyfully, fulfillingly, and you've got enthusiasm and joy. Now, I don't want you to be beating yourself up if life hasn't been like that. For most of us, it hasn't, especially until we learn how to use these this method to be able to communicate with that power source, which is inside of us. Every single one of us has that power source. So let's talk about uh, topic two, coming in contact with your higher wisdom. And most importantly, being able to maintain that connection with whatever is going on in the world. You're maintaining that connection with your true self. Stuart Lickman, developer of cybernetic transposition, CT, describes that he's found four ways to create a more intimate relationship between your consciousness, your conscious mind, and your true self. And I'm going to talk about these four ways. One, long-term spiritual meditation. Two, a near-death experience. Three, combining a number of true 10-level fulfilling experiences that become an inner signpost that take you directly to your true self. And then four, finding the unchanging part of you, the part of you that you were as a little child. And if you reflect back on that, your qualities, your temperament, your nature, and finding that part throughout your whole life and then getting rid of the things that aren't you, basically. And what's left over is the true self. Now, Stuart Lichtman um, meditates about one to two hours per day, and he's been doing this for many, many years. And he knows how effective long-term spiritual meditation is. The awareness grows slowly over time until there's a rock-solid inner knowing of who you are and your spiritual part. He also experienced a near-death. Um, experience like about, I guess, half a lifetime ago, and he found the effectiveness of that approach. When someone ha- goes through a traumatic, either they have died on the operating table, table or in a car accident or something, and they're no longer in their physical body, they often say that there's a an awakening, a, a rebirthing that happens, and he knows about that. And you get connected with your true self and what's truly important. Now, but the good news is if you aren't, you know, a spiritual meditator and you have not had a near-death experience, there are other ways to establish that reliable two-way communication with your higher self, your true self, so you can stay on your unconscious life path. Now, my favorite way is called the true self-alignment process. This is where we take seven to ten trigger points over your life where you were getting concrete messages from your higher self saying that you were on track. Oh, this feels good. This is what I'm born to do. This is where I should be living. This is who I should be relating to. That kind of rightness where you feel it in the, in just there's a, a, a like a presence you feel in your body, a peacefulness that's all is right with the world. Now, those are trigger points and awareness. And then there are times when you were off track. Maybe you didn't wake up to being off track. If you ever were married and you got divorced, it's likely 
You were not aware that you were off track until after the divorce. And then you go through a, a path of healing, don't you? Recovering who you really are and making better life choices. Now, taking those true self moments, I'd like to call them, where you were on track and then taking those moments where you were off track and reframing them, getting the deeper lesson, like what was the purpose of that experience, and harvesting out the goodness, what happens is you have an internal compass that you have assembled. It's not from outside of somebody else. You know, it's not from a teacher, a parent, or a religious institution. It's you. It's assembled by you that says what's right for you. That becomes your compass. Can you imagine what will be possible for you having that internal compass? Now, when we're off track, when we're off our unconscious life plan, here's some signs, and I'd like you to make note of them. And as I describe these, if you, if a moment comes to mind when you were in a, a job situation or you were in a relationship or you were living in a place where you had this kind of feeling i'd like you to make note of it that's valuable that's valuable guidance and especially if you want to take my um offer up to learn the true self-alignment process we can do that in four weeks it's very powerful you can do it with my assistance like one-on-one or you can do it through a home study class i'll talk about it at the end how you can get access to that but as i talk about these things i'd like you to make note of moments in your life did you have like a low-level stress, something you just couldn't put down? It may be even watching a movie. It just wouldn't go away. Or doing a fun activity, it wouldn't go away. Or maybe there was increasing fear or anxiety. Or you had passionless feeling around your work. Or maybe you were feeling emotionally isolated from other people. Or an increased sensitivity to criticism or rejection. It's just you took it so hard when life didn't go your way or someone said something of a cruel nature. Or maybe you had a health challenge. That's another wake-up point, isn't it? Maybe you had trouble sleep, sleeping, or you had an autoimmune condition. Now, we don't have time in this radio show to teach my favorite way of aligning your life to your true self. But if you want to know more about it, I'm happy to speak to those of you who are live on the radio show or those of you who are going to listen to this. If you're serious about it, I'm happy to speak to you 15 or 20 minutes, one-on-one over the phone, if it might be right for you. And then I'll give you, you know, you can either do the home study class or we can work together privately. But right now, let's take a closer look at catching the signals that your true self may have been sending you over your life by reflecting on your unconscious life plan. So let's do that. Topic three, let's get in touch with that, your unconscious life plan. It's not mine, it's not anybody else, it's not your parents, it's yours. Let's take a brief journey through your life. Remember when you were a little kid, you were too young to go to school. I know that may seem remarkably a long time ago. Now, when you were getting ready to go to that exciting new experience, You're probably thinking, oh, yeah, I want to go to school. Maybe you had siblings who were going to school. Now, you probably recall by attending school how you radically changed your life. Then you might have started to get bored. School wasn't giving you what you thought it would. Maybe you found some joy in friends, hobbies, readings, or whatever. 
And you probably jumped into those new things with such a great intensity that it may have produced a major change in your life. Now, you might have like introduced sports into your life or you started dating or you were into science, another big change, right? And then maybe you learned how to drive a car. You went to college, more big changes. And then maybe you entered into your first committed relationship. Maybe it was marriage, another big change. And then you got a job. Maybe it was your first real job. And then maybe children. And then a change in in career, maybe divorce. A lot of big changes, more and more and more. Now that you've discovered cybernetic transposition in the school of self-revolution, this could be the beginning of another big change in your life. A very positive big change. Now as you think back over your life, I'd like you to notice where you pushed away from what you really wanted. Maybe you were having a negative experience and you were pushing it away and you wanted to get back more on track with you and what you wanted to experience. Now, I'd like you to take a blank piece of paper and I'm going to walk you through some pivotal moments of your life. And I'd like you to see, like a, you know, like a Z is. There's a, a line this way and a line that way. So I'd like you to draw what is called like a zigzag for each seven-year period of your life. So you start with zero to seven would be one zig, and then you'd go towards the left. Another zag would be year seven to 14. And then... You're going to go to the right again with another zig, 14 to 21, and then to the left again, 21 to 28, to the right again, 28 to 35, and then left again, 35 to 42, and then if you're you're at this age, 42 to 49, and then another one, 49 to 56, 56 to 64. Now you're going to be recalling pivotal events of those time periods. So, and then you're going to draw a line down the center. Now, each change in direction from that center line is something that was taking you off track your unconscious life plan. And sometimes it was bringing you back on track. So you've got that zigzag, right? 1 to 7, 7 to 14, 14 to 21. These are periods of your life. You were having life experiences. And now you're going to be reflecting back on each one of those. What's the thing that stands out at one to seven? For example, for me, at seven years old, my parents were divorced. That's a big change. And then seven to 14, there was another big change. So what I want you to do is write down right next to that, what's the biggest change that you reflect on? 14 to 21, 21 to 28. 28 to 35, 35 to 42, 42 to 49, 49 to 56, and then on 56 to 64. Now, these changes, like these awarenesses, whoa, that was a big experience, that's going to give you either an inclination that you were getting pulled back on track to that straight line, your unconscious life plan, or you were being taken off track. Now, most people... Notice that there are uh, certain areas of their life where they're more easily taken off track. It could be personal intimate relationships. It could be your work life. It could be your family life, your primary family, your mother and father. 
It could be religious institutions. It could be, oh, health, where you're taken off your life path. And none of those, there's nothing wrong with those. They're all wonderful lessons and we can understand. It's a matter of we don't want to stay a full seven years off our life path. What if it was only seven days and we got the message and we got back on track? Imagine how much more joy, happiness, satisfaction, fulfillment that you could be having. A lot more, right? So you're going to start to see this theme that runs through his experiences. And if you do see a theme, I'd like you to make note of that on your paper. Now, your unconscious life plan is intimately tied with your integrity and your true self. That calm, knowing part of you that watches patiently all of your activity, your emotions and thoughts without getting involved. It's the part of you that's available to you at all times but will never force its guidance on you. It's that quiet voice of integrity, that presence. Now, you've got your true self. You've got your conscious self. And, you know, this conscious self, this conscious mind. Now, it's a wonderful part of us. It's the part that relates to the outside world. It's the part that observes, takes in experiences through our senses, and but it's not supposed to be operating alone. In many ways, the conscious mind can be likened to a three-year-old, and it can be focused on just what's immediate and what's up front and not really looking at the long-term consequences. It can be reactive where our true self, which can be accessed in the unconscious mind, has a longer-term view. And the feedback loop is peacefulness, joyfulness, fulfilling. Where our conscious mind feedback loop could be, oh, that worked good, and it could be more likened our egoic mind, our ego mind that is not really focused on a long-term consequence or long-term purposefulness and definitely is not in touch with your unconscious life plan and what you were born to do here. So as our conscious mind gets trained, there's nothing wrong with that. You can get a lot of wisdom when you go to school and you can integrate understandings and good um, and build good habits. But again, on its own, you don't have access with your true self, this unconscious mind part. And when we merge the two together, wow, then we've got power. Then what we say we want starts to manifest because it's already been approved and is being power-assisted by our true self. Now, here's a situation that most people find themselves in. I know I did. Before I started to learn what I teach in the School of Self-Revolution, CT and other things that I teach, I was being run unconsciously by parts of myself. And they were self-defeating, self-sabotaging. And I wasn't in touch with my true self. When that happens, we've lost track of what's right for us. We're in reactivity. And, of course, instead, we might have developed some wisdom during those times. That's good if we get the, the lesson from it. And this process of becoming wise likely involved our true self because we could see the lesson 
that was involved. And then we can release it and move past it. There's a moment, there's a time in our life when we know that we have not got the lesson of something is that if we keep reviewing it over and over and over and again, we're like, I wish it turned out this way. And almost being angry at how we reacted or how somebody else reacted. And we turn it around in our mind. We're very aware that it didn't go in the way we wanted. And we don't understand why. With the School of Self-Revolution, you start to learn the why, and then you can release it. Some people say that it helps them understand the karmic implications of living, and they can release it by understanding the lesson. So if the connection between the true self and the unconscious self isn't existing, the only way that we can communicate is through that conscious mind and again it's quite selfish quite self-serving really doesn't have the bigger picture in mind how many people do you know who are really comfortable in their skin you notice that when they're around you feel comfortable and they have a grounding effect on you you maybe get a sense they know who they really are you can trust them you feel they don't have a manipulative agenda They easily express what they like, what they don't like. They express boundaries. They know what's right for them, and they don't take nonsense. How many people do you know like that? If you're on the Internet, you can type it in the chat bar. You can unmute your line. A lot of people don't know many people like that. Maybe on one hand, they may have known one or two people in their life. Now, in this sense, most of us operate very much asleep to the truth of who we are and our potential. And as Professor Charles Tart, he's the acknowledged dean of altered consciousness research, puts it, we are asleep compared with what we could be. We are dreaming. We're entranced. Ah, Remy, thank you. You've got one person you know. It's not many, is it? And imagine if we lived on a planet where everybody knew themselves and they were true to who they were. We'd feel safe. There wouldn't be people reacting with blockers because they'd have those right boundaries in place. They would feel safe and we would feel relaxed around them. So Professor Charles Tart says we're automatized. We're caught in illusions while thinking we're perceiving reality. And one of the most powerful statements that I recall ever hearing uh, about cybernetic transposition and its purpose is to be to have conscious control of our unconscious. So instead of being unconsciously reacting, we're driving our own life with the harmony and support of our unconscious mind, true self. So here, let's talk about our last um, topic, number four, the only job of the conscious mind. We're going to run over a few minutes. I hope you all can be with me while we wrap this up. So this is so very important. This is the key piece to staying on your unconscious life plan. The job of of your conscious mind is to intermediate between the true self and the unconscious. It's a facilitator rather than a leader a manager or director. It facilitates. So back and forth between the unconscious mind and your true self. And remember, 
If you've been studying this subject at all, you probably recall that the conscious mind is about 5% responsible for the good things that happen in our life and the not-so-good things. 95% of the doing, like driving a car, talking on the phone, walking even, making dinner, working on the computer, 95% of that... It's the unconscious habits we've put in there. Some good habits, some not so good habits. So getting access of the unconscious mind, getting access to that and having it help us facilitate our life is the mediation between the true self and the unconscious. And that's what I teach in the School of Self-Revolution. So this conscious mind is supposed to be taking in valuable guidance through our senses. And it's supposed to be listening to our true self. And when we make those conscious decisions with the vital support of our higher wisdom, life flows. We have access to what some people may call geniusness, creativity. We're more successful. We have greater fulfillment. Then when we ignore this higher wisdom, which communicates, as I said, very softly and often in the form of intuitive guidance, we suffer and we can waste time. Each student who comes to learn at the School of Self-Revolution, who's been struggling to accomplish something and it, has, and it hasn't happened, when they enroll, it's guaranteed that they figure out they were trying to implement something primarily through forcing, using their conscious mind, and they didn't harness the power of their unconscious mind nor accessing their true self. Now, from the time our conscious mind gets trained through school, it starts to take front and center around seven or eight years old. And that's when we start to rely more and more on books. We rely on other people to give us their experience, and then we try to follow their life path, and it doesn't work for us. So many entrepreneurs who are highly motivated to make a successful business, when they follow the teachings of somebody else and how they did it, it's rarely successful for them. Now, it can be successful when their true self is helping to facilitate because they can take what's useful for them from many teachers, from many books, from many trainings, and they bring that to and apply it to their life. But following anybody blindly with blind faith is not wise. That's why I can teach with good conscience cybernetic transposition because it's all about you connecting in with your wisdom. You're not following me. I teach you how to use cybernetic transposition and some of the other tools that I found useful to guide you back to your true self. So it is reminding you of who you are, what you're like, and what will make you happy and fulfilled. It's your experience. It's your life. If you're at kind of the midlife time, I think it's around like 45, 50, or maybe you've witnessed somebody who's been going through midlife, here's the thing, that if we have not become wise at that time, there's usually a wake-up call. Often there's a major change. Somebody could actually get sick. They could have a health crisis. And what's happening 
is that they're trying to reestablish the link between the true self and the unconscious because the job of the conscious mind is to intermediate between the true self and the unconscious. The conscious mind is only to be a facilitator, not to be leading our life. Now, in India, this is culturally recognized, and for many men at that age, around midlife crisis, they turned from worldly pursuits to inner, more spiritual ones. And from this point of view, think about it. They had been leading their life from their conscious mind up to that point, and now they're trying to align with their true self. You don't have to wait till midlife. You can do it now. You can choose to follow this path of your unconscious life plan and increasingly fill your life with joy, loving, and harmony. And to me, that's real success. And when you aim to what you, you aim to achieve is aligned with what's right for you, the results are magnificent. And if you've been following the radio shows at all and you've been learning to be, to be operating more and more, closer and closer in touch with your true self, you're going to be presented with more choices. And as you take those choices that are aligned with your true self, it's, you're taking a big and joyous step. And hopefully, by the time we get to October, you'll be in a place where you can participate live in our next training, the highest potential curriculum for self-mastery, where we actually start the foundation of aligning with your true self, and then you start to learn how to accomplish using the power of your unconscious mind. Because without that foundation and you're trying to accomplish with your unconscious mind, you're really not going to know what's fulfilling for you. And then as you start to deal with the non-physical, the things like thoughts, feelings, and emotions, without knowing who you really are, it's harder to ground and center yourself and stay in touch with that peaceful part of you. But when you start with the foundation of aligning with your true self, module one, it becomes easy. Now, if you've ever done the inner anchor point process, if you have purchased the How to Get Lots of Money for Anything Fast ebook, and you can get access to that on cyberticmastery.com, right there in the sidebar, you may have noticed that those images of success may be, you know, aligned with your true self. When you saw everything falling away that was unimportant in the physical world, you started to get more and more in touch with waking up with what was really true to you, that's likely you were in touch with your true self. That's part of what the inner anchor point process is doing for you. It's allowing those images of non-physical success, that peacefulness, that love, that joy, that harmony, to float up to your conscious awareness. Because tell you what, your conscious awareness is so small. If you were to put blinders outside either side of your eye and you put them, all you can see in, is right in front of you and turn your head and you see, like in my office, I have a plant and then I turn it, I see a picture and I see a lamp and then I see the computer screen and then I see my computer speaker. I don't see the vastness of the whole room. If you picture your true self rising above you, the true self can see everything, all the perspectives. Imagine the guidance we get. 
So how do you effectively use your true self mentor? Once you've located it, you can use it as an inner mentor, which means if you're someone who loves to do spiritual growth work, you can be more aligned with your true self by doing that spiritual growth work in a way that's more fulfilling and easy for you. Don't follow someone else's path. Long or gone are those days. You're finding your own true self path, that unconscious life plan, which is you. And if you're someone who wants to make a difference in the world and make money doing something you love, by reconnecting with your true self, you'll find that passion and you'll have a much better chance at making it your career. If you're someone who wants to have a magical, loving relationship with your perfect-for-you partner, by reconnecting with your true self and having your true self help you select the partner, you'll have a much, much better chance to recognize that partner and having a loving, deeply bonded partnership. Now, if anyone who's listening to the show now, if you've ever met someone you've dated or maybe you even married and you married a variety of different people and you still don't know who your type is and what would make you happy, well, what do you think that's a sign of? It's likely it's a sign of being off your true self path. And it's often easier to see it in someone else making decisions to marry and be with people who are not right for them or take a job that's not right and fulfilling for them. So now I'm going to start to wrap up and ask you a question. Have you ever felt certain of a life path that you later regretted? Was it unfulfilling right from the start or did you discover it was not fulfilling after you tried to force yourself to make it right? If so, that's an example of you straying from your unconscious life plan. And now, by the end of this radio show, you know you have. There is a plan for your life. You can simply say you have intentions, and you'll be able to have access to those intentions. And that plan contains higher wisdom, unique to you, and also contains empowerment. And when you discover a way to harness the power of what you're born to do, life changes. You go from forcing into flowing. All right, so we'll wrap up. Thanks for for sticking with me. We ran over a little bit. I really enjoyed our time together. As we wrap up, I would love to hear from a few people any insights you may have got from the radio show. And it can help anchor your learning and really to help bring to your consciousness, conscious awareness, what's important to you. And I said I would mention at the end of the show, if you would like to learn a way to align your life with your unconscious life plan, you can do the home study version of the true self-alignment process, or I can walk that through, walk you through it. Please reach out on the School of Self-Revolution. Press the Contact Us tab and email me. We'll get on the phone or Skype. We'll talk over and see if it's a, a wonderful time in your life to do that. I think it is, but only your true self knows. Hope you enjoyed the show. Thank you all for joining me. Let me know how I may be able to support your awakening and empowerment process. Bye for now.